بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد وأن أبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال بادروا بالأعمال السبعا هل تنتظرون إلا فقرا منسيا أو غنا مطغيا أو مرضا مفسدا أو هرما مفندا أو موتا مجهزا أو الدجال فشر غائب ينتظر أو الساعة وَسَسَاعَةُ أَدْهَا وَأَمَرْ رواه الترمذي وقال حديث حسن أبو هريرة رضي الله تعالى نريدس لرسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم سيد بادروا بالأعمال This word بادروا in Arabic is very similar to other expressions we find in Quran in Hadith سَارِعُوا سَابِقُوا hasten. Do not delay. Exert yourself. Go the extra mile. That is the underlying connotation with regards to an encouragement like this. Rasulullah said, Badiru. Hasten bil a'mal towards a'mal. In other words, value the life which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. Value the time which Allah has given you. Don't take your time. Don't take this life for granted. One of the very, very great and cunning plots of shaitan, which we've discussed many times in the past, is that sometimes shaitan, in dissuading or in stopping a person from doing good deeds, doesn't sow this seed or this thought in the mind that don't do it. The cunning plot of shaitan is that especially the dindar tabka, especially if there's a bit of taqwa, a bit of bit of piety, an element of a little bit of consciousness is there. And what shaitan does, he doesn't tell you don't do it. He says delay in doing it. And eventually, as happens more often than not, the opportunity is lost. When it comes to our dunya, when it comes to opportunities for business, we find that here very few of us delay. The moment the opportunity is there, we go out of our way to try to grab that opportunity. Unfortunately, when it comes to our deen, many of us have fallen into this mode or this mindset of constantly delaying. And Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa in many, many ahadiths, we find this theme in verses of the Qur'an also. If you are going to delay, then there is only going to be one eventual outcome, and that is regret, hasrat. Why? Because it's going to be too late. Your greatest and your most valuable commodity is the time which Allah has given you. So don't take this for granted. Allah's Rasulullah says, Badiru bil amal. Hasten towards good deeds, sab'an, before seven things overtake you. And then Allah's Rasulullah said, Look at the man, Hal tantadirun. Are you waiting? Are you waiting? In other words, different categories of people are being addressed in this hadith. One is person, of, perhaps a person who has, oh Allah has given wealth. هَلْ تَنْتَظِرُونَ إِلَّا فَقْرًا مُنْسِيَا That, O oh, wealthy person, Allah gave you wealth today. You are not using it to earn your akhirat. You are not spending in sadaqah and charity. You are clinging on to the wealth. You are holding on to it. You are chasing behind dunya for more and more. What are you waiting for? Are you waiting for poverty? هَلْ تَنْتَظِرُونَ إِلَّا فَقْرًا مُنْسِيَا Which will cause you to forget. How does poverty cause a person to forget? 
poverty. Allah Rasul mentioned the hadith Kad al Fakru an Yakuna Kufra. That at times poverty can lead a person to kufr also, Allah protect us. We are talking about what we're talking about here is what we call shadid poverty, excessive poverty. A person is very, very poor. Then what happens? He becomes so engaged in trying to address his poverty, sometimes in begging, sometimes in scrounging around to try to find some sustenance, that this causes him to become forget, forgetful of his dini obligations. So this is something Allah protect us. We find in ahadith, Nabi Islam sought protection from excessive poverty. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from that. But on the other hand, on the other hand, if Allah has given you that little bit of wealth, if you have the means, then obey Allah because poverty can cause one to beg, to forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so whilst you have the means, use it to earn your akhirat. هَلْ تَنْتَظِرُونَ إِلَّا فَقْرًا مُنْسِيًا Nabi Islam says, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for poverty that will cause you to, to forget? On the other hand, you get some people whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given a great deal of wealth. That also is a test. We find that when a person has a lot of wealth, then this can lead a person to transgress Allah's commands. It can cause a person to become arrogant. It can cause a person to become totally oblivious and forgetful of Allah's ni'mats. Classical example Allah gives us in the Quran is of Qarun. Such wealth Allah gave him. وَآتَيْنَاهُ مِنَ الْكُنُوزِ مَا إِنَّ مَفَاتِحَهُ لَتَنُوُ بِالْعُسْبَةِ وَلِلْقُوَّةِ Allah says a huge army of men were needed just to carry the keys to the treasures of Qarun. But arrogance, pride entered his heart. He allowed his wealth to become an obstacle to the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So again, Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam warns us excessive wealth can lead a person to transgress Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's commands. Kalla inna insana layatga arraahu stagna. Allah Ta'ala says that verily a human being transgresses Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's commands because he sees himself to be extremely wealthy. So this also is a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah has given you wealth, don't delay. So Nabi Pak says, O ghinan mutghiya, what are you waiting for? A poor person is told that in the pursuit of your wealth, to become rich, to become wealthy, today you, are, today you, don't, you don't have so much of wealth. Whatever you have, use it to earn your akhirat. Don't get involved in worldly pursuits. Don't get involved in trying to increase your wealth because very often increasing that wealth can lead to your destruction. It can lead to you to becoming mutghiyah, where you transgress Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's commands. Then a third category of person is addressed. Seven categories are addressed in this hadith. Nabi Islam says, Badiru bil amal sab'an. Hasten with good deeds before seven things overtake you. Seven inevitable things. What is the third thing which Rasulullah sallallahu speaks about? He says, O maradan mufsida. Today Allah has given you health. Allah has made you healthy. You have, when a person, this is something, in fact, Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah, it's mentioned about him, great muhaddith, great scholar, that he compiled a book of hadith in which there were 40,000 ahadith. And then he told his students that 
there is one hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that if you will practice upon this one hadith, it will be equivalent to practicing upon forty thousand ahadith. So they said, what is this hadith? He said, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Ni'matan nas wal In fact, this hadith of Abdullah bin Mubarak, we've mentioned it before. It, it, in fact, it's almost a khulasa. It's a crux of the hadith we are currently discussing. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, He said, Kathirum minan nas, majority of my ummah, majority of my ummah will only realize the value of two things after it is too late. Maghboonun fihima kathirum minan nas. He said, majority of my ummah are in doka, they are in ghaban, they are in confusion. They are in a deception about two things which Allah has given them. The health which Allah gave you, the health which Allah gave you, Allah gave you that health to earn your akhirah. If you're a healthy person, Allahu Akbar, today there are people, different types of debilitating sicknesses. Allah protect us from such things. But sometimes paralysis, sometimes senility, sometimes as a person goes towards old age, what does Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an? وَمِنْكُمْ مَيْ يُرَدُّ إِلَىٰ أَرْضَ لِلْعُمُرِ The word رَذِيل means the lowest. Gatya like we say in Urdu. Allah says sometimes we take you to أَرْضَ لِلْعُمُرِ Where a person, Allahu Akbar, when someone is, is in infancy, they are totally dependent upon those around them. A child, for everything it needs, the adults that are around. At that time, gladly, happily people do it. Then the cycle of life is such is that sometimes Allah Ta'ala gives a person a very long life. So then gradually, what happens? Towards the latter part of the life, physically, mentally, the person starts retrogressing. Allah says, those who we gave a lot of age, we bring a reverse in the creation. They become like a child again. Sometimes a person can't hold his urine, he can't hold his stools also. Can't even clean himself loses his memory, Parkinson's, all, uh, multiple sclerosis, all types of diseases, Allah protect us, towards the latter part of the life of a person. So he becomes totally dependent upon those around him. And many, many instances, unfortunately, such is the mindset, such is the rat race of dunya, that the adults around him begin to regard him as a burden. And this person also doesn't want to be a burden, but he's helpless. So we find that old age leads to senility, it leads to all these debilitating weaknesses. So Nabi Salaam says that when you've got your health today, value that health. You are able to wake up for tahajjud, you are able to walk to the masjid, you are able to come early for salah. It's easy for you to make your wuzu, you have all your physical, your limbs are working, everything is working. It's easy for you to go in the path of Allah, for you to travel for deen. What shaitan does, you know what, delay all that. Now you've got the health, chase the dunya, accumulate the dunya, gather the dunya. Instead of using that health which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you to earn your akhirat, now you are using it in other things. So Allah's Rasul sallallahu poignantly, beautifully, Allah's Rasul sallallahu addresses the healthy man today and says to him, hasten to amal, use the health which Allah gave you. You've got the ability today, work for your akhirat. Use that health which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you to obey Allah, to increase in your amal, to increase in neki. And then, halthan, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for maradan mufsida? Are you waiting for such a sickness, 
such a debilitating illness that causes you to become disabled, causes you to become senile. The Ardalul Umar takes you to what Quran refers to as the, the, the worst part of the life of a person, Ardalul Umar, Radilul Umar, where you are physically, mentally, totally disabled. What are you waiting for that? And that is a reality. Many people, Allah protect us, in the latter part of the life, those debilitating sicknesses will be there. So Allah's Rasulullah is asking, Are you waiting for such an illness that will cause you to lose this ability? Inshallah, we'll continue.